0: Hello, good people, and welcome to The Amateur Hour. My name is Justin. My name's Tyler. I'm the one called Junior. And today's sponsors are EBXYA and Adam Stone. So before we start the podcast, first off, we want to say Junior's not here yet again, okay? We'll have an update soon. He'll be back soon. We we, we have a time frame, all right? Can't tell you when, but it will be soon. Hopefully in the next couple of episodes, Junior will be back, all right? Again, he had some uh, personal things to take care of. So he'll be back. That's exciting. But first things first, the we have to talk about our, our lovely sponsors, EBXYA. Um, we've just been notified, all right? We've been hit up, if you will, that they are getting – the new and improved cables, braided XLR cables, um, which, honestly, it's the first time of me hearing of a braided XLR cables. But then again, I'm new to the XLR world, right? You know, we just started this podcast up ourselves about a year ago or a year into this. So we're still fresh. But, uh, yeah, EBXYA, everyone, is going to be offering pretty soon, right? It was It was a a uh, little insight. They haven't released it just yet, but they are releasing braided XLR cables. So far, you guys, um, I could personally can, we can vouch for, uh, EBXY because we are currently using their cables in the studio. Well, I know we're doing this through discord, but I'm used still using the XLR cables currently. Um, and there, I mean, about a year in, it's fantastic. We haven't had any issues, no tearing, um, no issues with the XLRs uh, just dying out on us. So if I were you guys, uh, I'd keep an ear out and an eye out for the new XLR cables that they're going to be releasing soon. Um, The colors so far uh, that I know of is black and white. So just be prepared, be excited so, yes, again, EBXYA Braided Cables. Check. Be sure to check it out. What
1: do you got? So, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Justin. I'm going to play a noise, okay? You're just going to listen to it. Was Did you hear it? Could you hear that? No. <laughs> oh, no, you couldn't hear it. All right, let me try again then. Maybe I have to, like, actually hold it to my mic. Did you hear that at all? It sounds demented and creepy, is what it sounds like. All right, not gonna lie, the demented and creepy. It sounds a little bit like a toilet. I'm gonna... <laughs> so like well, I flushed a toilet. Here's the thing. I don't know how. I don't know how clear that came up. Well, let's talk about it first. Yeah, and then I'll send you the video. Because once I send you the video, it's gonna ruin it. So I got home from work. I always come home from work, I take my boots off, I go straight to the bathroom, I strip my clothes off, and I sit down, take a shit, and then I take a shower, right? Every day. That's just what you do after work, okay? My cat, for whatever reason, her new favorite place to sleep is the bathroom sink. She curls up in a ball in the bathroom sink and sleeps in it. Whatever. It's comfy there for her. Out of nowhere... This thing just starts purring, loud, loud purring. But it doesn't sound like the gentle purr you get from a cat when you pet it and it likes it. It sounds scary. <laughs> and I'm not touching her. I'm not looking at her. I'm not paying any attention to her. I'm scrolling through something on my phone. And she won't stop. Stop. And then I go to take a video of her because I wanted to record the noise that she's making. My phone kind of amplifies it a little bit. Makes it sound a little bit more scary just because it's digitalized into a mic and everything now. But it, sound as, it sounds almost like how the cat actually sounded. So, yeah. It, it it just sounds creepy. And this whole time, I don't know if she got some catnip or something while I was gone. I don't know what happened. But I look at her to start this recording. Her eyes are wide open. Her pupils are huge. And she looks like she wants to kill me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what are you doing, cat? <laughs> so here, now that now that you know the backstory, I'm gonna send you the video just in case you couldn't actually hear what was going on. But yeah, that's that's how we're starting to podcast people. My cat. Is becoming a real cat. It's not a kitten anymore. It is plotting my death. Uh, I'm telling
0: you, man, the cat's nature is to kill. <laughs> 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 there's there's no way around it. A cat is just going to kill you. I Like I said, <laughs> I have yet to meet a nice cat.
1: Well, that's the thing. She's super nice and playful. She nibbles a lot. Like, she'll latch on to you and, and start biting and stuff, but it, it doesn't hurt. Like, she's play, she's playing. She there's like no she's scratch on my arms. Like there's, there's nothing. I'm telling you, man, she's it sounds like she's creepy. Angry. She is just sitting there purring. But she's do you see her here. face? Her pupils are just huge, and her eyes are just wide open like, do you want to die now? She's got like this... <laughs> but yeah, later that night, right? Same day. Well, same night, I suppose. Wake up in the middle of the night. Sarah's pushing me around trying to get me to wake up. And then she's like, where's the cat? What is she doing? I'm like, what What? What do I care? Why are you waking me up for something the cat's doing? Go, go see what the cat's doing. You know, like, I don't care. <laughs> it's a cat. And then she's like, no, really. And all of a sudden I hear just sprinting and running into things and pushing things around. And I'm like, God damn it. What the hell is the cat doing? You know? So I get up. I go find the cat. Sarah bought cat toys that are infused with catnip. Well, she left them out. So the cat has, like, all the dose of catnip that it can get. I pick her up. Her heart is racing. And she is literally twitching, like, her, her head's just twitching around. And her eyes are wide open. She looks, like, absolutely fucking crazy. Ten times worse than what she looked like in that video. She looks like she's going to lose it. So, you know, I'm holding her. I'm petting her. I'm trying to get her to calm down. And she is just fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell catnip is, but this cat is yeah, what, shit. She is fucking gone. What
0: essentially is like catnip for?
1: I, I don't know. know. Like, it, I, well, I know it's like it gets the cat kind of high. But, like, oh, it why? is the funniest thing ever. So we went to the, we went to, um, The pet store, right? And Sarah's buying a few toys and stuff. Well, there's the aisle that has the catnip in it. Dude, there were so many references to like weed and everything else. It it looked like you walked into, I, I don't know what to call them, a weed store. It looked like you walked in, and you know how they got all the stupid posters up on the wall, and they got all the stupid names for everything that have some kind of reference to smoking? Well, it was an aisle not an aisle like a section of an aisle just devoted like this but for cats it even had like jars that were full of like it looked like weed but it was catnip (laughs) that's
0: the thing is like is it the factor that cats are just so like I said their their nature is to just kill so is this like our way of trying to Keep the cats from killing us. Like, is this is that what's going on? (laughs) Like, is that what catnip's for—to
1: just keep the cats at bay before they strike? Not, not every cat wants to kill you, but it does seem like when I go to a customer's house. To be honest, I am more worried about cats than I am dogs. Because dogs, you know, when a dog doesn't like you, it it tells you. And then you either just walk away, or the customer's like, "Oh, I have to put him away. He doesn't like you." A cat, they just look at you, man. And when they decide they don't like you, they're already jumping for your face.
0: Yeah, like uh, that's the thing is, or like they stay back and like then they'll hiss at you and swing at you with their razor sharp claws, and they're gonna tear you up. And that's what's just scary about uh, cats. I, I don't know i i even had too much one on one time junior has a cat too when he comes back on the podcast for sure i want i want to, i want to get him more into this cat
1: discussion maybe have some yeah, debates we'll, we'll wait for junior but for now <laughs> but yeah like this first topic on here that we that we had highlighted to talk about what's what's going on here bring uh, it up bring uh, up I mean, the topic
0: we gotta we got we'll wait for topic. junior on the cat stuff yeah you know we we'll, we'll revisit it. Because I, I definitely want some, I have some intrigue on the, the cat situation. I just wanted to talk to you about
1: my experience with my cat. Like, my first, like, thought that, okay, you are a cat. You, you do want to murder me in my sleep. This is confirmed now. I had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to die from heart disease or whatever other mental or physical problem or whatever I have. It's not going to kill me. My fucking cat's going to kill me. <laughs> I can believe it. Trust me. <laughs> you know, if...
0: Uh, I'll, I'll start the conspiracy if Tyler just ends up dead. Like, I, it's the cat. No no one's ever gonna... <laughs> uh, it'll become a whole documentary later in the future about my life because then I'm gonna be obsessed with finding the cat killer. Like, the cat... <laughs> the person who... The cat that kills you, that is. <laughs> but, you know aside from killing uh, one thing that's surprisingly I'm, I'm not gonna say killing it but surprises me that it's still alive and hasn't been killed is uh, this 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 new this Google stadia I'm surprised it's still alive. why is it here? I don't want it I don't think most people want it either so I'm surprised that they're still making games for it and that they're still pushing it to be this new,
1: future innovation. Well, so the Google Stadia thing, it's a subscription base. Yeah, pretty that's, much it's
0: like a streaming service for like video games.
1: Right. What, what it is is your laptop has very little horsepower. It can't do very much, but it can stream a 4K video off YouTube at 60 frames per second so that's basically you know the gist of that thing because what you're doing when you buy your monthly subscription you're buying a space and a server and that server has all the hardware in it that has the extra horsepower and that can run all the games And now the only other thing you need is a low-latency, high-speed internet connection, which is offered in just about everywhere now, assuming you're not in some kind of third-world country and you live in a hut. If you do, you're probably not going to be able to use Sadia. Um, But most people don't have that, and most people are lazy and they don't want to either build or dish out the money to build a computer or buy a computer so sadia and there's a couple of others i think xbox tried doing it for a little bit and i think um nvidia has something similar but basically all it is is you pay i don't what what does it cost 30 bucks a month something like that I'm
0: not quite sure. I don't remember how much talk, it.
1: But you're basically renting a space in a server that has hardware good enough to run your game, and it's going to stream it to your device for you to play. That's the basic concept. So you don't have to know how to build a computer. You don't have to maintain a computer. You don't have to dish out the money to build a computer. You just have to pay this monthly service charge. And See, you log if, in I'm, to if, I'm
0: computer, gonna,
1: if I'm going to pay for a monthly... Like, I'd look
0: at something like, for example, Xbox Game Pass. Mm -hmm. That does it the best so far. The reason being is because, uh,
1: you know, you're paying this month, but you're getting. Xbox Game Pass is different. Xbox Game Pass gives you access to the game, but you still install it on your Xbox to play it. Yeah, or let's say, for example. so So you have to buy an Xbox and you have to have an Xbox. And the Xbox Game Pass is the monthly subscription that assumes that you're not going to buy every single game out there. But when you're looking at your subscription and you're playing that game that's highlighted on there and you're all of a sudden seeing it in your Game Pass. Like, cool, I can get that at a discounted rate. Or cool, it's included in my Game Pass with my gold membership. That's They still make money off that because of all the advertisement but you don't it's not like Sadia because you're not streaming it you are actually installing it and playing it yeah but i mean so it's the same a, concept pretty yeah. much but it, it's, it's, a, a, game, it's it's run differently it's a game pass service like
0: that yeah it's, it is run differently and you're not necessarily streaming it wherever whenever on the go but i still think it it's it's better than what a stadia would be and the reason being is like they you know st- Google status is like, okay, well, um, you can stream this on your Google pixel phone. You could, uh, stream this on your Chromebook and all like all this craziness. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the same thing that we're talking about earlier. Like, well, if you don't really have good internet and I, the truth is, is that I know a lot of people that have like low running internet, like low download speeds, low upload speed internet. And I can't. That's why I don't feel like this is necessarily going to still survive for much longer. It's just because, like, everyone's Internet's going to be completely different. And who wants to pay to have, like, a laggy game when you can just, let's say, play on a console or play on a PC and download the game and not have to worry about any of the lag, any of the uh, irritations of, like, the game being glitchy in any sort of way because at least it's downloaded and if you're lagging it's just because you're playing online or something not because uh you're streaming the game so i don't know i'm just surprised because i see that uh they did a lot of recent drops for like the new consoles and the new um just a lot of showcasing recently and one of the things that is has been showcasing and is even better advertisement that keeps popping up is they're still making they're like, there's this an exclusive stadia game that's releasing. And, uh, yeah, I, I just found it weird that even they're still running commercials for stadium. Like when I last checked into stadia, the amount of reviews that it has were like super negative.
1: so so it's actually $10 a month. I pulled up the, the page here. I mean that's pretty cheap and that's not bad. So okay, here well here's the thing. Stadia runs off of a off site server. Okay. Let's just assume maybe one of their main servers is in California, right? Yeah. You also live in California near the area. Okay, so that's good. You're close to the server. The time between the connection won't be great. Now let's assume that you have um, a really good internet connection. Maybe maybe Comcast is out there. Maybe you can constantly get 100 megabit per second down. And I'm sure you're going to need some upload because that's how it's going to put your input for a game. So it's going to be downloading the stream to you and then you're going to be uploading your controller input or however you're playing the game. So you're going to need good download and good upload. Now, Comcast, they're doing gigabit internet speeds now. That's download. I don't know what their upload is. But in some newer neighborhoods that they're putting up, AT&T is actually on a fiber optic network, and they get 100 megabytes per second down and 100 megabits per second up. That's fast. And sometimes I've seen it go up into like three, two to 300 megabits per second. So, let's assume you have a perfect internet like that. You're not too far from the server. You have a good connection to the server. Google Stadia for 10 bucks a month is going to be a really good thing to have. So, you know, cuz let's say let's say you have you know, you're a regular laptop. Nothing fancy, no graphics card. Nothing like that. Just a three or four hundred dollar laptop. You plug this into your TV, you go on a vacation, something like that. Assuming your internet's good, assuming you have low latency connection. It looks like I'm look- I'm looking at the picture, it also looks like they have a Google Chromecast thing in the picture. There's a laptop, a tablet, a phone, a TV, and a Google Chromecast. So I'm assuming Google Stadia works on all those devices. I'm not reading everything on the screen. I'm just going through the background how it works. But let's say you're on vacation, or let's say maybe you're a kid that you travel between houses a lot. Your parents are separated, or maybe your parents are going to work, so you go to your grandma's to catch the bus for school or something, some scenario like that. Okay, you bring your laptop with you. Everywhere you go, you always have access to your games. So right there, for 10 bucks a month, that is a good service. That is a pretty good way to, you know, it, assuming everything works perfectly, you probably can't complain about that. Having access to all the games, playing wherever you want, whenever you want. But the reality of it is, at about... 6, 7 o'clock. When you're on your internet, especially in my area, you get slowdowns. Because there's one coax cable outside going down the street, right? That's what all of your internet goes to. So my apartment that I live in, however many units in here, let's say half of them have Comcast. Now, all of us are streaming Netflix because, you know, it's it's later in the day. Maybe we have a streaming TV service. Maybe this person's on Facebook. Maybe I'm playing a video game. Whatever the case may be, that line, yeah, I'm paying for 100 megabit per second. But everyone's using that line at the same time. And maybe that line's only good for a gigabit. Okay, that's 10 people that have to use it at the same time. Maybe my connection's only using 20 megabytes, but the other neighbor's connection's using 60. Maybe he's doing something more involved. But now let's say we have more than 10 people and we all want to use the full potential of our speed. Well, now we can't because there's not enough. So in that kind of instance, that's where a a service like Stadia is not going to work well. It's when you get those slowdowns or you get a lag spike, something like that, your screen might freeze a little bit, or let's say you don't have a good upload speed. Maybe maybe you're on AT&T DSL, and you only have about 15 megabytes per second down, which is enough download speed for Sadia, but you only have maybe one megabit per second up. Okay? Someone else in your house just uploaded a picture of Facebook at the same time you're going to click to shoot someone. Chances are you're not going to get that shot. That's where the problems start coming. It's you. You have to have the best of the best internet. You have to have a low latency device, and you have to have let's let's say good timing. Because when you're in those portions of the day when you're getting all the slowdowns, because everyone's using the internet, chances are that's when you want a game. That's when Sadia is not going to shine. Because of that main problem right there. The slowdowns. So the service. The idea. I mean I'm looking right here. Let's see we got. Red Dead Redemption 2. Doom. This looks like. Players Unknown Battleground. And then I'm looking at this pro one. And there's just titles and titles and titles. All of that for $10 a month. Awesome. That would be great. You know, these t- these games, the AAA titles are 60 bucks a pop. So for 10 bucks a month, if I can click on any of these games and just play it, that sounds like a pretty good deal. But for 10 bucks a month and I want to play during these times when I'm getting these slowdowns and I keep on getting lags and everything, that's when I'm going to start being like, well, is this really worth it? And that might depend on your internet, what package you have. Like me on my internet, it's the lowest speed I get is 85 megabits per second. And the lowest upload I get is five megabits per second. That would be more than enough to play Stadia at any time with no issues. So for me personally, it might be great. But for anyone else, or let's say there's another Comcast, uh, Person here at the apartment that has a lower tier service plan than me. Well, if I have priority over that person, and maybe all I'm doing is streaming Netflix, well, their experience might not be as great because I'm fucking up the connection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When so I th- it's, the concept is great. It's I don't the the internet isn't quite there. Not yeah, in all areas. I don't think
0: that we're just quite there yet. You know, I just, I don't feel like, like you're saying, you know, the internet's not quite there. I just don't feel as overall, our overall society is ready for a streaming service like this. I mean, honestly, Google might have pulled out the stops, right, where they got ahead of the game. And if they continue staying alive like they are, I
1: believe that eventually things are... A company like Google... Is the company that's gonna make something like yeah. this possible. They have the resources, they have the network. Everything's already there. So it makes sense for Google to try something like this. But yeah. I, I, I believe that uh
0: that, you know, I think that their future definitely is gonna be streaming services. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like eventually for example, Xbox, and I feel like even PlayStation. Eventually, it's gonna lead to like this almost all PC sort of world where these consoles and stuff are literally probably gonna slowly become obsolete, and it's just gonna become like PCs, and then that's when they're gonna have the competition of trying to to become a streaming service. I mean, cause yeah. I think about it. Like now we have like Netflix, we have Hulu, we have streaming services for movies. So I know that the next big thing is going to be streaming services for video games.
1: I, I, have you ever uh, heard of Steam Link or anything like that? Um, no, but I'm assuming it's a
0: it's a streaming service.
1: Well, it's not a streaming service. It's so basically, like I have, I have the Steam Link app on my phone, and I have a controller that kind of clips around my phone. That's kind of like an Xbox controller, but. If my computer is on and I have a good enough connection, doesn't matter where I am in the world, I can connect to my computer and I can play whatever game I want to on my phone. I can be out camping in the middle of nowhere, but as long as I have like two hours LTE, I can log into my computer and play a video game. Sadia is the same thing. The difference is you're not logging into your computer at home You're logging into a computer that's in a server cluster that Google owns. Same concept. So if you've ever used Steam Link for any of the viewers, Stadia is the same thing. So any issues you have with Steam Link where you might get real low resolution because your internet connection is not good or your input lag is kind of low or stuff is happening on the screen and you didn't see it on your phone, those are all the problems that you could potentially have with Stadia. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's why I say it's not one hundred percent there yet because there's not a hundred percent signal strength everywhere you go. Yeah, I phone think... companies they're still throttling people because we don't have enough on the network to support everyone. Yeah, that's that's why when you're on your phone. Say you have Verizon or someone, you have unlimited data, but you're throttled after 20 gigs. That's because we don't have a strong enough network to keep everyone going full speed, full time. That's why Stadia is going to struggle until we get to that point. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I it's 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 the
0: it's the way of the future, but it's not currently like it's not for this this time era i don't think uh i i think that like i said they they have an ace they're going to end up reaping the benefits later and planting the seed cuz i feel like google can afford right now uh putting money into a company like this and not have to worry about it making money because currently you know i mean they're making billions of dollars um so I could see a well, company like that, this that being able to fund this, and then too, I, I do see where they're trying to go that way because as the more you look at it too, we're kind of in the sort of digital and uh, we're slowly getting we to this wireless era, because I mean, look, we got, we have the ability to turn on lights with our phone, right? You got those smart lights. I mean, you have uh freaking. You could end. You could look at cameras through your phone too. You got Ring, where you could literally just connect it to, via Bluetooth, right? And you, even your as you're, you're saying, like your 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 computer now you can connect to. So it's like we're having this now wireless era. So I could see it like we're going in the direction of Stadia. We're going in the direction of streaming video games essentially.
1: I say we try it because I'm looking at this. You get one month of pro for free and then it's $9.99 for a month after. So for 20 bucks, you could try Stadia for 90 days.
0: You know what? If I, if I still had my pixel phone and now I kind of wish I did, (laughs) is then I would have tried it on my pixel phone to see how well it runs. You
1: could probably download it to your Mac. Yeah.
0: I assume the Mac, but I was just curious about the mobile oh, yeah. side of it when Let's it comes see.
1: to streaming it onto your if pixel. If I sign in I I'm assuming I can sign in with my Google account. Okay. I have to accept Google's privacy concerns. Let's see. I have to click on a... I'm just gonna click this funny-looking rocket in the beginning for my avatar. Just We'll just say that's a good one. Stadium name, we're gonna see just how easy this is right here, because they say you just jump right into it and start playing. Can you send friend request? I can I can do all that later. Oh, it wants me to do it now. Um, all players, I guess. We're just we're, we'll just do all players for everything because I don't want to think about this. I'm a little kid. I'm in a hurry. Anyone setting this up, you may actually want to spend some time in these and get it set up just you know the right way for you. But I'm just I'm just clicking getting it to work. Uh, send me, sign me up for email updates. I don't want another email. No, we'll just, we'll click not now for that. Let's see. Claim pro games right now. Take $10 off your first game purchase. Okay, so you have to purchase the game. I assumed that much. Because the $10 a month, you're only paying to rent the server that runs your game. So let's see. Start trial. Billing starts October 20th, $9.99. Total today, zero. Great. Cool. Oh, they want my Visa card in there. All right. I got to get the security code. Hold on. You're all set. Okay. I am in Stadia now. I got a pro subscription. That simple. let's see. You're a pro. Cool. Get games. So right off the bat there's a big long list of free games. Let's just pick a random one here. Hitman the first complete uh, the the complete first series season. I can't read today. Sorry. Is there any is there anything about charging me for this later? I'm just looking through it real quick. Nothing. Nothing. All right. So let's click Claim. I just claimed my first game. Click the Play button. Right there. I'm in the game. So I probably can't continue playing the game because we'll probably have to do cuts because we may not have permission to stream this. Um, you need to refresh your account access. To access your game, you need to refresh your account. Okay, so let's click the refresh button. What does it want me to refresh? So I'm just in my browser. The game's loading. Important safety information. That can be up to you guys on your own to, to do that. Now, I'll have to give you some input later. Because during the podcast, there's probably not time for me to sit here and play a video game. But that took me five minutes or less. And right here, it's press return to play. I'm ready to launch the game right now. And it's full screen on my TV. So you could do this on your tablet, phone, whatever you want. Maybe there's a Sadia app that I can download to my Roku TV. I don't know. But right there, that seemed pretty good. Now I got to figure out how to turn this off. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead, Justin. Take over. Do some talking. I got to figure out how to turn this off because now it wants me to agree to terms and services <laughs> for the first time. So take over for a little bit.
0: Well, um, that is definitely some pretty pretty interesting. How quick you can you could set that up, and hopefully we'll have an update soon. Uh, we actually do have to throw it over to a break, and uh, we'll be right back. I often find myself wondering. What's next? What lies ahead? Where do I go? How far will I go? We often think about tomorrow, but what's the point? What's the point of not looking at what we have in front of us? Why not look to the present and be grateful? Why do you run from today? What difference does it make if everything you have today can be gone tomorrow. So I urge you, live for today. Search EBXYA on Amazon today to get all of your XLR cable needs. Link in the description. And we're back from that word from our sponsor. I hope you guys enjoyed. And I I briefly want to mention, go follow us on our social media and go follow us on all of our platforms. Um, we're on four platforms now, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. Be sure that uh, to go on the platform of your choosing. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that notification bell to get all the no- latest notifications when we drop videos. And we drop every Friday at 9 a.m. I don't feel like I mentioned enough. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, so please subscribe. Every subscription helps every like on the video uh, on YouTube or even SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Um, And any comment helps. We like to engage. Um, Feel free to also message us uh, on the Amateur Hour too with any sort of comments as well. If you guys don't feel like comfortable with leaving normal comments and you just want to comment and say, hey, I'd like to hear about this or I'd like to hear about that. We definitely would like to hear some of your guys' feedback, so don't be afraid to engage with us, because we definitely will engage back. And, uh, yeah, we're loving the 34 subscribers over on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. It seems to be that you guys are actually much preferring our YouTube platform over all the other four, which is a okay. Um, But don't forget the other four are there. So if you have friends that only listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, or even iTunes, be sure to send them that link tree. The links also for social media is going to be in the link in the description, as well as all of our sponsors. So let's get back on topic, right? The recently, there's been we got a lot of recent current events, new, well, new public topics. Well, first, let's keep the flow going here. Yeah, first because oh good,
1: we got an Xbox Series. S, we were on gaming for all the people that only gaming talk. Sorry, this podcast might just be a gaming talk podcast today. (laughs) Yeah, today's topics are heavily, as Justin was gonna say, all the recent events. I am looking at Xbox's website right now, and the item I'm looking at right now is an Xbox Series S. And let me just say, I'm looking at the size of the Xbox compared to the size of the new controller, which is basically real similar to the old controller. But anyway. Takes USB C. It's tiny. Yeah. The Xbox is tiny. Yeah. I think from it's... what I understand, the fan grill on the top of the Xbox is somewhere between 120 and 140 millimeters. If that's the case, the fan on the front of my computer right now is 120 millimeters, okay? It's it's roughly, I mean, it's a little bit smaller than my controller I'm holding in my hand right now, but let's just say my controller looks like it might be more than half the length of this Xbox One S.
0: Yeah, I believe it was uh, two controllers' width, right? Has a Something like to that. the length of the the system itself, and like four controllers. Like I believe it was horizontal.
1: Now let's let's go back in time a little bit here. I have the original Xbox One right here in front of me. This guy right here—it's a fucking tank compared to that new Xbox. And the reason that's important is because everything inside of it will outperform completely this Xbox that I have. And if we look at the, what is it? The Xbox, the Xbox S, what is it? I, yeah, I don't Xbox know. Xbox One S Are you talking about the original? The Xbox One S. Yeah, I have that Xbox one. one S. That one was pretty small. It is pretty small, but this one is is making it smaller. Really? So it's I even think it smarter. might actually be a little bit thicker. But it's more of a compact... We'll call it a rectangular prism. It's more compact. Whereas the Xbox One S, it's, it's, it's real thin. But it's a pretty big rectangle, considering what it is. This guy, it's a little bit thicker. But it's shorter, and it's less depth to it. So it's more compact. And as you may have seen, I sent you that picture of the Unbox Therapy guy. Yeah, he, he received some samples from Microsoft of the casings for the Xbox just so he could see what they actually looked like. And this little Xbox has the option to mount, or I guess stand, not mount, but stand um, up on its, like upright. Instead of laying down flat, you stand upright. So you could slot this thing into this really tiny space, and probably disappear like you don't even know it's sitting there anymore. It
0: probably—it's it's so tiny.
1: I wouldn't suggest it because you probably like ruin the airflow of the console. Well, you gotta—you gotta be mindful. You don't want to sit into the bookshelf and like cut everything off. But what I'm saying is, if you got your entertainment center there and you're like oh, do I have room to put a console here? Like, this thing will fit in somewhere. It's tiny. But honestly, I mean,
0: that's a good thing, right? Because I remember when the uh, Xbox Series X first was released, and people were complaining, like, oh, it might be, like, super big, you know, it might be irritating, and, you know, I don't know how it's going to look in my living room. And they had all this huge complaint, right? Not complaint, but, like, these were some of the comments that they were getting. And now, though they release the series S, and it's like it's what people want, you know. It's it's very slim, slender, nice, and even the airflow of it looks really nice. I mean, what they you have that big fan on the top of it um, when it's laying on its side, Mm -hmm. and then you also have all the ventilation system on the sides, like it's insane.
1: But hold on here, hold on here. We're looking at the S, Justin. That's what I'm saying. Because the S is released. Oh, I thought you were looking at the X. No, no, no. I was looking at the Series S, and it hasn't released oh, it's just yet. like you were describing the X with the fan on the top. Okay, No, no, bad.
0: yeah, no. This Series S also has just, it's like one fan system, but its ventilation is literally even more than the Series X itself.
1: Now, let's talk about this console here. I pulled up the full tech, the tech specs, the whole list. Pulled up the whole thing here. Now, It is the smaller system. It is... Not to say dumbed down, but a lower spec than the Xbox X, which everyone knows that. That's not a surprise to anyone. Partially, that's because of cooling. So same processor, different GPU. Um, But because there's less cooling, they have to downclock it a little bit. And the graphics processor... Those are what really produce heat. And mind you, AMD made the um, chips for these. AMD is just known for being space heaters. So they have to clock them down a little bit. But you're still going to get way more performance than you're getting out of your console now. So we're looking at, let's see, 10 gigs of GDDR6. 128-bit wide bus. That's 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 very high-speed memory. That is going to be nice. Memory bandwidth, 8 gigs at 224 gigabits per second, 2 gigs at 56 gigabit per second. So that is essentially the RAM in your system and how fast it's going to run. That's how fast you're going to process bandwidth going through the system. That's fast. Internal storage, this is where the S is really pushed down it comes with less storage and there's no cd drive this might be the downfall for some people no more game sharing hey can i can i borrow that uh xbox game i've seen you bought the new game oh wait i don't have a disc tray (laughs) so you can't or maybe you have all those older games you buy one of these systems now you're trying to put the cd in it somewhere well it doesn't work if you lay it on top. It has to go inside of it. So you're lacking a disk tray. Although, expandable storage up to a terabyte. And it also supports USB 3.1 external hard drives. So you can get 5 terabyte storage on this thing if you really want it. It won't be the Lightning Fast SSD, but it will be more storage. In the older games, they don't even use the Lightning Fast SSD, so... If you have an online or if you have a game storage library that's on a hard drive, you still can plug it into this Xbox and use all that if you're not a person that likes to use disk.
0: I mean, it's kind of what we were talking about earlier, right, with the whole streaming side of things. It's like everything's going
1: (coughs) digital. So, I mean, honestly, it might even be more worth it. Now, another thing I'm looking at scrolling down a little bit, the Xbox Series X, is supposed to be the top dog 4K gaming team. The S, however, you only get 1440p. But you get up to 120 frames per second. So that's actually pretty good. Let's even mention the price.
0: It's only $300 USD.
1: Oh, yes. And also, I don't know if the older generation consoles had FreeSync. I I don't know if you recall if they did or not. This one has FreeSync, and basically that means if you have a TV that supports AMD FreeSync, no screen tearing. This eliminates that, so that's awesome. Um, there was one other important thing. Oh, here we go. Here's here's the. Oh, this is in centimeters. Okay, you guys will have to convert this to inches if you want to know. Six and a half centimeters. Um, by 27.5 centimeters tall by 15.1 centimeters deep that's tiny you can fit this in your kids room anywhere you want you can fit this in the living room and it can be hidden where you don't even see it now I will say the release is white and there's no black option hmm See, I kind of wish there was. Well, you know, what? because if I back up on my chair right now, all of my stuff is black. If I put this up in my living room, no matter how good I hide it, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. That's I... my only gripe about this system. There I is a solution, black. though. There there, well, there's a always a solution, but why not just
0: make the black very You can always get a wonderful and glorious D-Brand skin. Put that bad boy on there, and it would probably look just as crisp, just as oh, clean, D-brand and without ruining your console. And
1: D-Brand can make it look however, however good you want. Exactly.
0: But, uh, you have to spend more money on that. Uh, I mean, hey, it's customization, you know. It's it's something a little bit extra. Um, It's free canvas. I'm sure they'll roll out a black version, to be honest. Uh, Same with the Series X. To be honest, I really like the look of a white console. So the the fact that uh, the Series X is all black, I was kind of disappointed with. I wanted an all-white-looking console. So... You know, I I could understand certain gripes, which is part of the reason why I'm going to wait with purchasing the console. Because one, I want it to run its bugs. I want the bugs to run its course. I don't want to get the first batch. but I also want to see what other color options eventually they're going to, you know, uh, release for everyone.
1: So, so let's 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 talk about who this console is for.
0: I think this console is for those individuals that are, they're into the new digital age. They're into the wireless era. They're into the uh, streaming era to put it more exact. I think so it's, it's the best for you.
1: This council. Yes. It, this one's for your kid that keeps nagging you for a game system. It's for that person that doesn't have a whole lot of space. It's for the person that doesn't have $600 to drop on a gaming, a, a low end gaming computer or the new Xbox X. Um, so that, that group of people right there, and that's a big group. That's a big group of people. And 24 99 a month. I think it's a two year term. You could finance the Xbox, which did they offer that on the last time? I'm not quite sure. Is that a new thing? I think that's new. I will say though, I wish when
0: I was a kid they had this other option. Because you can you imagine like your parents low income and now there's a system out there. That's only for $300, like, or it's like $200 less. It's only $300. Like, You don't have to worry about your kid or you yourself being out of the loop and not being able to essentially afford it. And as your friends are playing all these fun, cool games, I mean, yeah, sure, it's sad that you're not going to have that disk tray, but I think it's really cool because you could at least keep up with the software and the hardware and just have fun.
1: Now, for me personally, if I get the Xbox, that's a big if, because I have a gaming computer that's pretty good performer still. Um, But I would probably get the X because, one, my Xbox is my Blu-ray player. I can't replace it with the one that doesn't have the disc (laughs) slot. Yes, I do still have DVDs, and I do still like to watch them. So I can't do the Series S unfortunately. But going back um, to who this game who this Xbox is for, you could buy it for 300 bucks plus the taxes or whatever in your area. That just gets you the Xbox. Okay? Or you could do the 29 or 24.99 a month. And it is two, it is 24 months, 2 years. That gives you the console obviously, but it also gives you 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Now, what's what's 24.99 times 24? Let's do some math because I'm I'm not doing it off the top of my head. I'm sure someone else probably already has it done with their listening. But 24.99 times 24. That's 599 dollars after you're done paying for everything. So they're they're making it sound like a deal. But it's not a deal. Now, how much is the ultimate game pass? Where's that at? Because let's let's say you get the ultimate game pass at a discounted rate when you're doing this $24.99 a month. With the so, the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, so let's look at the Game Pass. Let's see. Xbox Game. Oh, that's for PC. $9.99 a month for the wow. Xbox Game Pass. So let's see. $9.99 times 24 that is 239 dollars so remember that 239 because i don't remember what the other one was so now i gotta do the math again 20 20 24. 99 times 24 minus that makes the value of that council 367 dollars At the end of the deal, that's not bad. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for
0: this new, this new age of Xbox and this ability. Like I said, I wish I had this sort of when I was a kid. Not to say that you know my parents didn't work how hard to get me like the actual official system, but at the time it was like that would have been a little bit lighter on their pocket to to get. A uh, a $300 system, I think this is definitely an affordable option for kids out there. And you're getting such high specs. Like, I would have never dreamed to have consoles cost this much. But here's the thing. And, the value um, is definitely there. You know, alongside the uh, Xbox... Uh, Series S and the Xbox One's announcement. We also had PS Five release their announcement. They had their whole showcase uh, for the new console and uh, for a few new games that they have coming out. Obviously, you know, because PS Five is the king of uh, how do you say (laughs) Uh, of of uh, exclusives. So there's tons of PS Five exclusives. You got God of War Two. Um, I think I forget the other. I forget the other titles. So, pardon me for that. But the PS5 itself, they also are releasing a digital console that is supposed to be a lot cheaper than, uh, well, not a lot cheaper than their flagship console. So their console is the digital edition. But here's the thing: the original console, five hundred dollars. Their digital edition. $400. Four hundred dollars. Now how can you compete the series S to this digital edition of a PS five that's only a hundred dollars cheaper? Like I thought that was kind of sad on PS and PS five's, you know, sort of perspective. Like I kind of wish they would have tried to rival a little bit more with that series S and dropped well, it to three hundred.
1: The difference is the PS five they See, Xbox, they had the X and S. The S is the lower tier. For the PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, I believe all they did was take the disk drive out. So the hardware inside is not reduced. So whether you get a digital edition or you get a digital edition with a CD drive, or a a, a regular one, I mean, you get the full-blown specs. So, but it's for $100 cheaper, lacking a DVD drive, that's probably the route a lot of people will go. True, but
0: li- listen to this, right? I have the comparison side-by-side with the Digital Edition and the Series S. So, you have, right, one the Digital Edition costs $400, and that's for the PS5. And you have the Xbox Series S, which is $300. They both have AMD... Um, and uh, one is at 3.6 gigahertz, which is for the Series S, and the Series 5 uh, for the processor is at uh, 3.5 gigahertz. But they're both uh, 8 core as well. And you both have AMD Radeon uh, rda 2 uh, GPU with 4 teraflops from the Series S, but with 10 teraflops from the digital edition for PS5 now that, for...
1: that right there is what i was talking about with the series s the graphics card in the series s is downclocked so the heat output for the series s being that it's not as superior it can still handle cooling down that processor otherwise if you turn it all the way up and you have it all at its full blown that series s will overheat within minutes. The PlayStation it's not a smaller box. It's not a downclocked, it's not enough, it's nothing yeah, it's like that. It's literally the same size. It, it's 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 the same thing. So that's So, could, that console is for the people that, "Oh, I want better than the Xbox S performance, but I really can't afford that extra 100 bucks." So right there, those people, there's probably going to be a lot of PS5 buyers. So continuing on, though, the RAM, you have 16 RAM for
0: digital edition and 10 gigs of, 10, ten gigabytes of RAM for the uh, Series S. You have 8 gigabytes or 825 gigabytes for the SSD for storage for the digital edition and for the Series X or Series S, pardon me you have 512 gigabytes SSD and our resolution now, I don't know
1: if the PlayStation has the expandable memory card. I assume it does, but I'm I'm looking at the website and I don't see anything about it. But Possibly. the reason they're releasing the lower end console with the less memory is because if you there is a slot that you can buy one of the high bandwidth SSDs and plug it into the back of your Series S. Yes. Now maybe the PlayStation doesn't offer that. Maybe that's why they just have it come with more of that out of the box. Absolutely. I'm assuming you can do like the USB 3.1, you can plug in a hard drive and stuff to the back of the PlayStation. Because you could do that with the PS4s. But True. I think that's there's I think those are the differences right there.
0: So then you have resolution up to 8K. And uh, for that's for this digital edition. And for the Series S is, as, as you said, 1440p. And frame rates are the same. So, I mean, there are now, differences.
1: You're not going to get that 120 FPS in 8K. That 8K is going to be for streaming or if you're playing like a real basic game like if you're playing one of those super cartooning games that doesn't have much graphics power, that's what that 8K is going to run. They're advertising that, but honestly, you're not going to see it that much. Now, the 4K60, the 4K120, that is what you're going to see a lot more. That is that is what we're moving into for now. The, 4, the 4K, that is the gaming highlight right there for both consoles. Yeah so
0: as I was saying though the differences aren't I don't feel like crazy substantial like they're the, yeah. I don't feel like they're big enough for me to say all right well if that justifies I'm going to go with a PS5 over a PS4 I mean they they pretty given the factor that this Xbox Series S is the lower end of uh with a Let's say PS5 is right because literally that is the the digital edition is literally just the PS5. Just you remove the disc tray, yeah. So yeah, you're getting cut performance a little bit with the Series S, but I mean it's still keeping up. That's the thing that I really enjoy about the Series S.
1: Now, see the PlayStation, they didn't they didn't break up their crowd very much. PlayStation just says. If you're a PlayStation fan, you want the best of the best. Both of our consoles do that. Where I appreciate what Xbox has done is they broke up their crowd a little bit. So when you're like you were saying earlier, 300 bucks for a console, you can't beat that price. I think I paid 5 something when I bought mine brand new. Um but now that they're saying, oh we got this $300 one and then we're going to have a $500 one that's like the ultimate gaming console ever. So, I like that Xbox is doing that now because now you're you don't have to go dish out 500 bucks for your kids birthday present, Christmas present, whatever. It's more affordable. Or if you're simply that person that you want to play video games once in a while but you're not going to use it as much as some people do, and now you're thinking like, "Oh, is this really worth 500 bucks?" I don't know if I should be doing that. But now that you can go to Xbox and you can get it for 300 bucks, those kind of people are going to appreciate that more because maybe they're the people that hey, I'm going to game once in a while after work. I might only touch this thing once a week. So maybe it's not worth $500. You know. So that they have that other option. Whereas PS5, yes, they have a cheaper option, but you're 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 still paying a lot of money. A hundred dollar difference, it is a difference, but I don't think it's enough to differentiate the two different crowds that they want to support.
0: But as for the PS Five fan base, they let's just say their pre orders pretty they outsold, <laughs> they outsold their pre orders, and it's difficult now to even find uh, a pre order sale and to get your hands on a PS Five. Um... As soon as, like, they released it in retailers like Walmart and stuff like that, like, the, the pre-orders the just outsold it for PS5, which is right. definitely more than what I could say the Xbox. Or Xbox, I don't – they haven't released their pre-orders just yet as of uh, re- the day we're recording this. But, um, yeah, no, like, I thought that was insane, too, that everyone sort of just hopped on that PS5 and was like, yeah, we want to pre-order this now.
1: But with that said, though... The PS5 also had a little bit more traction from the PS4. There was some more PS4 buyers out there than there was Xbox buyers. Yeah, The PS4, graphics-wise, and some of their exclusives were arguably a little bit ahead of Xbox. But now with this new generation, exclusives you can't change anything with. This person's exclusive can't be the same as the other person's exclusive. That just depends on what game you like. But when you're comparing console to console, there's competition now, and there's good competition. But so with I that th- said, that um, has to regain its traction. Now. yeah.
0: With that said, it has increased the as of right now, uh, as rumors and speculation, and I believe. And right, right now I say rumors and speculation because I don't remember the, um, the exact uh, site. But there was a game that was cited for a regular price of seventy dollars, increase in game price, which I thought was absolutely insane, by them increasing the game price for games. Like true, you can you can vouch for like, oh well, the graphics are going to be better and whatnot. I still don't think that price-wise uh, console games should go up in price
1: just because like $60 is pretty See, steep already. I'm, I'm going to interrupt that right there Yeah, because I'm a PC gamer. My PC is superior to any console out there right now. I can play in higher resolution. I can play more FPS. I do not pay full price for games. That is bullshit. <sighs> Yeah, well, I don't buy a game unless it's on sale. Cause sixty bucks, it's a video game. I love video games, but it's a video game. Sixty bucks is a lot of money.
0: Yeah, well, now try them asking for seventy dollars. Now I think it's because there has been a recent norm of even putting pre-orders up to like eighty dollars. Like you have seven, you have the right the seventy dollar pre-order. Sometimes where it doesn't come with anything
1: actually released a new game. Let me pull it up because they put it on pre-order for $120. That's
0: insane. Uh,
1: Ridiculous.
0: You know, so with that said, is that you're, you're getting tons of uh, pre-orders now and stuff like that, right? To this price. So I think what's happening is that we're normalizing the price range when it comes to uh, video games. And so, I mean, that sucks because now, because people are getting used to this pre-order and stuff like that, I mean, we're just bumping up the price and we don't even realize it. I really hope that this isn't a factor and people get outraged and kind of boycott games at that point because there's no way in hack. If I'm not pre-ordering it, I'm not paying more than, that more than 60 bucks.
1: 60 yeah, bucks it, is it, my cap. The point of a pre-order is to fund the game... Um. I'm drawing a blank on the word. <laughs> the to fund the
0: game for the creative
1: to fund the game development. Oh, okay. That's what pre-order's for. Okay. Pre-order, if you're if you're helping fund the game development, you should be getting a discount. That they is. They should true. be they should be offering that let's say the regular price is 60 bucks. If I want to fund it and get the game first. I should get it for 49 bucks. Yeah. You know, insane. I'm trying to find that game though.
0: But you know, with that that said though, I actually, we have to throw it over to yet another break. Um, I thank you guys for listening. Enjoy this word from our sponsor. Adam stone, a unique and talented artist hitting the alternative rock scene. Listen to him as he jams his way into becoming a new hit artist.
1: But now you will Cause I am bringing you down I'll take you off your chair Set and fire what's left from your hair Someday
0: Listen to Adam Stone singles for free on Spotify, SoundCloud, and
1: YouTube. <laughs> Like this every day, every day, every
0: day. You could follow your favorite ghost, Adam Stone, on Instagram and Facebook. Link in the description. And we're back from that. Quick word from our sponsor. I hope you guys enjoyed that. All sponsors, if you guys are curious, their links are in the description. So check them out. Also check out the individuals who work on the show, BMMB and Adam Stone. Both uh, BMMB does our lovely visuals for the show. And uh, you got Adam Stone who did the theme song and we're forever in his debt. So go check him out. His link's in the description. To all his music and/or uh, social medias, as well as for BMMB, his YouTube channels on there and his social medias. So go check them out, please. I'll reiterate, and if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that notification bell. But let's continue on. So Tyler, you know, we 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 got a little fun go- coming, right? Where it's a video game topic. Type of podcast for today's day. This episode has been nothing but consoles. Oh, what we we got Stadia, PS Five, anything and everything video games. We've been discussing so far. So I know it's been making you a bit antsy, and you want to get a game now. Let's let's let me try and sell you on some games.
1: All right. Well, you told me to open Steam, so let's open. All right. So there's several games
0: that my have your sort of mindset. They were on sale. I don't know if they are anymore. Death Stranding is a game... I don't know if you're into sort of horror-centric or just beautiful landscape video games. Death Standing? Stranding? Stranding. Yeah, Death Death. Stranding. That video game has your lovely and your favorite, or actually Sarah's favorite, Norman Reedus (laughs) from Walking Dead is the main protagonist of the story, the main character that you get to play as, um, as he's running through an apocalyptic America.
1: That backpack. Do you see his backpack? Yes,
0: yes. There is
1: a scene where that backpack is towering over his head. (laughs) Yes. So this game, Tyler, is
0: a bit of a... Some people say it's like a delivery sort of simulator. So the idea of the game is it's a broken-up America. And uh, there's these creatures that had popped up in America. And they started, like, they kill you. And there's this acid rain that, like, sort of, de- like, uh, it it turns the old and it kills you as well. So there's all these crazy things, sci-fi sort of things going on. And at the same token, you work for this company... And you're supposed to deliver certain uh, packages to other individuals. They use this delivery service to sort of, you know, uh, order things, pretty much, right? And like living supplies and all this. And you kind of get caught up in more in a bigger story than just delivering things. But what I find cool about the game is there's tons and tons of crazy terrain, and it's just beautiful looking. Like the game is absolutely gorgeous. And you have to be creative in the way you're carrying these packages throughout this huge landscape uh, that you have. So, like, there's areas where you have to climb mountains uh, and you need certain ropes and certain areas of the rock doesn't really link up and you could fall and break these packages and fail the mission. Um, You can lose these packages in the water. You can get attacked by raiders. So it's, like, pretty... I don't know. I thought it was a pretty cool and crazy concept. Like, I it, it seems kind of mundane, but it's a relaxed game with beautiful visuals and crazy sort of terrain. Uh, how do you say? I want to say moving through the terrain. Essentially, does hmm. that sound like a game that interests you? There are vehicles. There's a motorcycle. You could build highways and other roadways systems and you could upload them online for people that are also playing the single player game so that way let's say there was an area that you couldn't go through you could also mark that area and say hey don't go on this rock area because you'll probably slip and you other people who are playing the game with online features connected can see that that you had posted that so i thought that's kind of cool because it changes your experience right uh of the game
1: so awesome looking game although feel like this game should have been co-op and it's not co-op it's um, like it's like the earth version of astroneer
0: right it seems really cool it seems like really decent like i wish it was co-op i think it's cool I think that online feature is like really awesome.
1: The online feature is cool because I, I can share and I can look at stuff when I'm doing a mission. I can be like, oh, I should watch out for this. That's cool. But Co- if you could do that, why not have co-op? I know all these games recently. No
0: co-op. Ugh. Yeah. One of our first topics of uh, the first episode of the podcast is the death of cooperative gaming because there's just not as much. Co-op of that
1: experience. Can't die. Co-op needs to go on. Yes, but I mean, it definitely seems like a a platform with all these new consoles and everything because we need co-op.
0: It's an interesting (laughs) game that actually was just released on PC. It was a PlayStation 5 exclusive, and then they had just brought it to PC, which got my attention. I'm like, you know what? I want to play this game. Like, I know some people, it's like it's too mundane and slow pace of a game, um they don't want it some people find it tedious as in having to deliver stuff i find it kind of interesting and relaxing just because the game is so beautiful
1: well see i like games like that like that's why that's why fallouts is one of my favorite game series or it might be my favorite game series because the open worlds are awesome and like see i sit down and i play for an hour and then i might quit so for a game that's just massive, I can I feel like I really get my money's worth out of it because I play it takes me forever to complete that game. So I, I like those type of games. I think those are the better games. There's uh also the new
0: game of the ever is all the rage Among Us. A game where you're trying to play with your—it's a party game. You play with a group of friends, up
1: to ten. I people. might buy that game anyway. And you try and find out because that one's only five bucks. Murderer. Yeah, it's only five bucks. Yeah,
0: only five dollars, Tyler. It's that game? It's fantastic game. Now, there's also another game. It's by Square Enix, by the name of Control. I don't know if you've ever played. Uh, the game Alan Wake. Have you ever heard of that game or played that game?
1: Ultimate edition. Excuse me. Control Ultimate Edition. Uh, just whatever edition you'd like or prefer. That's the only one I seen <laughs> that came up. Uh, yeah. view page.
0: Oh, it's rated M. Yes. So what? it is a Strong fantastic, crazy, trippy, action-filled video game where you play as a, a main protagonist. That is a strong female individual who has this sort of, like, strange power. I don't know if you've ever played any of the Remedy games recently, but it reminds me of this game called Quantum Break. Um, They have... Actually, one of the uh, actresses that was on Quantum Break is actually playing the main character for this game, Control. And this game, Control, has just dropped a DLC connecting to one of the very popular Remedy games, called Alan Wake, which is a bit of a horror-centric video game. And well,
1: it looks like the Ultimate Edition is coming with all the DLC.
0: Well, there you go. You'll be getting one of the special DLCs that is special to my heart, Alan Wake. I love that game, video game. That is, It's such a game. That's a game I also would recommend to you. Uh, if you just like story-driven games that is just about like horror themes and it's very
1: interesting. So includes the original base game, obviously. Both expansions, the Foundation, and AWE. Yes, that's it. And that's then it. all extra content. That's very exciting for thirty-nine bucks. For 99 No, that game. Like I, I said, it's awesome. Let's 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 rewind here. Hold on. Let's. This is appealing, and it's for a good price. So you're liking you're liking so far the idea of control. Control looks pretty good. Let's see. It's only a single player again. So, mm, but it looks cool. Remember, this is a this is a pitch specifically
0: for you, Tyler, right? It's a, it's a single-player right. experience that you could sit back, you could have fun, uh, play it at your own pace, and enjoy the game.
1: All right. Well, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Right. I got another
0: Square Enix game that honestly goes right up our alley. Marvel's Avengers... Mm. It's a Square Enix game yet again. We know they're, they, they are solid game creators. New. They make, how do you say, uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider was absolutely wonderful. We love that series. Very near and dear to our hearts. They have uh, made the wonderful game Avengers. Following a new story, not following the, uh, the movies, it's its own story. Uh, Actually, though, following still comic book backgrounds for the villain, of which I won't spoil, but it is absolutely wonderful game experience. I had just completed it myself, and it's a fun single-player experience, and it has even a cooperative.
1: You played the whole game already. I
0: played the whole game already. How (laughs) long did it take? It didn't seem like a lot of hours. Maybe the campaign seems like 15 hours or so of a campaign. Not too long for uh, a campaign for single-player. Okay. So it's an an interesting game. You could also play it online with friends if you wanted to. Not the story experience, unfortunately. Some some missions you can, and some missions you can't. But ultimately, if you just want to smash, as the Hulk says, you just get on that game, and you just play with a group of friends on their Warzone mode, of which they, uh, it's a group of four people being able to choose your character between as of right now. That is, Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, and Ms. Marvel are the five characters currently available. More to come soon. Uh, it's
1: still and, sixty bucks.
0: Yeah, it's a new release, my friend. <laughs> uh, I, I I know, I know. It's- just saying. 60 bucks, man. 60, 60 solid bucks. Solid game. For the most part, it's really cool. There are in-game purchases that are available, but it's all cosmetic. Everything that you would spend money on is for cosmetics. Unfortunately, it takes a while to unlock new suits, is my only gripe. You have to get like there's like a lot of cool suits in the store. But, like, you have to buy them all, pretty much, because grinding them out is going to take, like, forever. If you play the game a lot, I mean, hey, it's good for you. But if not, I mean, it's kind of one, I think, downside, given the fact that it's a Marvel game, and it's normally for everyone to play it. So, I think that's a little bit down. Uh, With thoughts on the Avengers game. 60 bucks, but it's co-op. It is cooperative
1: experience. Like co-op.
0: If that game it's doesn't do it for like you, I got two notes. more
1: for you. It's looking good. Well let's move on. Let's let's keep looking. Let's look at everything. So we have another game
0: that was right up your alley. For a game you like some simulators and moving around and you love vehicles. So I got another game up my sleeve. The game Flight Simulator 2, I believe, it is, or Flight Simulator. It's a recent game that's came out. Check it out. You play as a pilot. It's definitely it's uh, apparently a one on one simulation of flying. You can fly throughout the whole country. Whatever plane you want. And uh yeah. It's it's check it out. See if see if it's up reality.
1: Microsoft's newest flight simulator. That is correct. Yes, there's been a lot of hype about this. You know, I've never played Flight Simulator, and actually, everyone there's there's a lot of people out there that will make the argument that this is not a game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, game seriously? Yeah. It's a very, I,
0: I've seen a few people playing it and some people can't even take off. So it's, <laughs> it's very, very one-to-one as I, as I stated previously. Interest, thoughts, feelings on that game.
1: You know, I might be interested in it. All right. We're getting Just somewhere. Because I do like simulation games. All right. I have one more game of my
0: sleeve for right now. It's my last pitch of the day. There's a game that has a cooperative experience, oh. has vehicles, Uh-oh. has has the physics that you're looking for in a video game. I shoot you in the face. No, no, no. Okay. It's a game a little oh. bit laid back, but it, oh. it reminds me of a little bit of a BMG sort of game, so it's got to be up your alley. The game is known as Snow Runner. And it is out on PC right now. Currently, you can play several vehicles. And
1: uh... I have spin tires. The original game SnowRunner is their newest edition. Some point in April 2021, SnowRunner will be available on Steam. But it's still available for PC. I just got to buy it somewhere else. So,
0: looks sweet, feelings, thoughts. Are you itching to purchase anything just yet?
1: I'm going to have to do some thinking. Because I have to get the right game. Well, there you have it,
0: folks. Tyler's going to do some
1: thinking. We will update you
0: <laughs> in the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, I, I I might have some more pitches next week. You got to give me some time to rethink, Re you know reinvigorate i tried giving you some action some horror some nerdiness and some some driving simulators or vehicle simulation of which you'd
1: like it's kind of looking like control is really piquing my interest and that might be because it's only 39 bucks wow but it looked like pretty sweet game looked like looked like pretty solid game
0: yeah mechanics are good gameplay i've seen has been great But with that said, we have to come to the near end of the podcast. So, you know, we're running out of time here. But you know what? I hope you get a game soon. We will update everyone. And if not, I'll think of some other games, come up with more pitches. Again, folks, these are pitches specifically for Tyler. So if you don't agree with my game choices, I'm trying to cater to Tyler here, okay? (laughs) I have tons of game choices, trust me. Other games that people might find more interesting. People are probably like, Death Stranding, like what? I'm like, nah, Tyler understands me. I know Tyler, okay? <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> 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 but with that said. Uh, we are it, a
1: couple of different people, that's right. Really yeah.
0: cool. It's been a fantastic episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know it's me and Tyler. We always somehow find a way to get into the geeky gaming talk. But that's just who we are. That's what this podcast is about. It's about anything and everything. So, we're going to talk serious sometimes. We're going to talk real world issues and sometimes even just what we did in our day. I mean, it's just, we're doing a lot of things that are just very conversational. And we, like I said, we talk about anything and everything. So, be prepared for that. Hopefully, we have a whole new episode for you guys. But yes, we did talk about more gaming stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> and not sorry because it's what the podcast is about, it's about anything and everything alright but, but with that said go over to our social media I'm not going to drown on anymore go over to our social media give us a follow please to get all the updates for every new episode especially if you're listening on Spotify, SoundCloud and iTunes you're not necessarily getting a lot of notifications every time we update something new and add a new um, episode to the to the roster, if you will. So, if our you guys go over to our social media, our Twitter and Instagram, so that and, and give us a follow, so that way you guys can keep up to date. For every Friday, nine a.m., we have a new episode up. So be prepared. Next Friday's episode is going to be pretty fun, at least I think, because we're pre-recording them. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, as well. I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe and that notification bell. I'm going to say it again. And please follow everyone that uh,
1: is working on the show.
0: Any any words, Tyler?
1: If you don't subscribe, you die.
0: There you go. If you don't subscribe, (laughs) you die. JK, (laughs) LOL, everyone. Hit
1: the button now.
0: This is going on too long. (laughs) Alright, we love you. Bye.